Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. All right. Uh, if you need an excuse to toss back a few cold ones this weekend, always. Here are four ways beer might actually be good for you. All right. I love beer. Number one, it reduces the risk of kidney stones significantly. A recent study found one beer per day can lower your risk by 41%. I'll tell you what, I drink beer and I've never had a kidney stone. Now now I just jinxed it. (laughs) Hmm. Why? Is that because it makes you pee all the time or something? Do we know why? It doesn't say. But it does say that it can help replenish you after a workout. I've heard that before. I've also heard people say that like beer is 90% water, which I don't even know if that's true, but. It's got the right amount of carbs or whatever after you do a hard workout. I've, I've, heard, I've heard that before. You just nailed it. It's the carbs in the beer that are good after you've just burned a bunch of calories. And studies have found that it might be better than water when you're dehydrated. There you go. Casual pint in Oakley right next to Orange Theory Fitness. There you go. <laughs> may or may not swing by for a post-workout beverage. They say just one, though. Uh, They say it's also good for your bones. A study at the University of Texas found that an occasional beer can actually increase bone density. Again, the operative word there is occasional. I know. All of these are like one beer. Occasional beer. Now, here's another one. I hesitate to put this out there because it's not been proven yet, but they think it might help prevent Alzheimer's. The science is still out. However, some researchers think trace amounts of aluminum in our body has something to do with Alzheimer's disease, and a study in Spain found that a couple of beers a day, see now, two beers, two beers a day can limit its ability to damage your brain. It's only one study, but if uh, more researchers and scientists are able to prove that, it could add some credibility to the theory. For sure. So you can have one after you work out and then a couple after that. There you go. Because of how much it helps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. What, uh, what, what's the big draw to Mick Ultra is that it's got less carbs or fewer calories? Is that? I think it's 90 big... calories and 2.5 carbs, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. It's something along those lines. So I don't know if that defeats the purpose or the point of having the beer after the workout, but I know people who are worried about. Nothing wrong with a Mickey, but I would choose a. Something cra- a little a more. beer. Yeah. yeah. A little more meat to it. Something with a little more. Yeah. 
I like Mick Ultra though. A lot of people are, you know, drinking it these days because it is, I think, more of like the diet beer, like you're saying. But I actually enjoy the flavor of it. Yeah, yeah. it's good. I don't drink a ton of beer because it just makes me feel bloated. full and bloated. So I've kind of moved off the beer, but I'm so boring when it comes to beer anyway. I've never, never really wanted anything more than just a Bud Light. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that, Jeff. Yeah. Bud Wright. Bud Light Beer in Heiserbusch, St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> Just felt appropriate to say it. You have to put your disclaimer on there or whatever that is. What is that, like a tagline? Yeah, it felt like, felt like I should stick something. <laughs> Tim and I were at Mad Tree recently mm-hmm. and he got what, like, I don't, because their beers are a little more percentage of alcohol mm-hmm. than normal. Which one did you get? Because he drank it and I was like, dude, you're going to have a buzz. My skin started turning red. I was he like, was I feel good. This is a great working lunch. <laughs> he was hot. This, this is amazing. I wow. had a beer that had some kind of fruit in it and mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was like the citrus beer or something like that. I can't remember the exact name, but it was really good and our promotions director had the same one, but Tim was like, uh-uh, I want the 10% alcohol. I didn't know that's what I was getting. He's like, we got this new uh, exp- you know, exploratory IPA thingy. I was like, sure, I'll try that one. Give that a whirl. Yeah, and trying to like avoid the bloated feeling or watch calorie count. I mm-hmm. wonder if, I'm sure this is probably common knowledge and I haven't looked into it, but uh, there's fewer calories with liquor, right? Like if you have vodka or whiskey think, or something. I think that the calorie content for like one shot of some alcohols are the same as beer, but it's mostly when it comes down to like the carbs and the sugars and what you mix them with. Right. Yeah. Cause I, um, I was wondering if there was a difference in calories between whiskeys. Like is there a, is there a calorie difference between say bourbon and scotch whiskey? All right. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So let's look it up. How many calories bourbon versus scotch? bourbon. Well, you know what I had last night that was really good is Suntory whiskey, which I'm not even sure. It just said it was a blend on the bottle, but that was really good. So this has close to 100 calories and an 80 proof bourbon. So like an 80 proof bourbon has 97 calories for a 1.5 shot. 97 calories in bourbon. If you compare that to a scotch, this says that if you have an 80 proof scotch, that has 64 calories. So less calories in scotch. Yeah. So there you go. But I mean, you know, not to be like that person, but what's 30 calories? You know, you can burn 30 calories by walking here to the bathroom four times. It depends on how much you drink. Right. And how much and what you're really ultimately mixing it with, because I think that's what it boils down to. If you're throwing, you know, 
Jack and Coke down, that's no. going to have a lot of sugar and other things like that. Well, I'm mixing it with three or four baskets of chips and salsa. Yeah, yeah right. So plus, that's the difference. Mm-hmm, plus, the same thing with like a margarita. Like tequila, I think on the rocks is something that a lot of people that are dieting drink. Like they'll sip tequila on the rocks because it has lower levels of stuff. But when you start mixing that tequila in with all the stuff that makes it delicious, like mm-hmm. the margarita mix, that's when you get in trouble when it comes to calories. Or and- just as the weather gets warmer, like LaCroix, it's just yeah. soda water, really. Right. I've been drinking those um, like White Claws or Trulies, which are kind of like spiked soda water yeah. with flavoring in it. They are a little, I think they're a few more calories. I think they're like 100 calories or 110 or something like that. You know, 1.9 carbs. So it's comparable to the beer, but it's like a different flavor. Hmm. Yeah. There's local, I can't remember, is it Braxton? Braxton does yeah. a version of that. Braxton yeah. makes like a hard seltzer as well. They're good. If you have, you know, flavor, if you are looking for something a little more refreshing yeah. and different from a beer, mm-hmm. it's nice. You Just know what put- you would really like, Jeff? For loco. <laughs> Strawberry <laughs> in an alley bag. <laughs> uh, let's see. Everyone loves sales, right? Because you feel like you're saving money, but how deep of a discount do you need to get to be totally guilt free about a purchase? A uh, new survey found the average is twenty three percent off. Once something, once something's that on sale, 23% off, we feel like, oh man, like, you know, I got to buy it now. It's because it's close enough to 25 and that's easy math. Right. It's close to that. So the survey also found the average American will spend almost $280,000 worth of guilty purchases in their lifetime. Wow, that's a lot of money. I didn't even realize I was spending that much money. Or are they counting food? Are they counting like going out for a beer and getting pizza with your friends? Is- oh. Yeah, eating at restaurants is number one because, yeah, you know, the markup is so high at many places. You go to 47% of us feel guilty eating at restaurants because it is, you know, let's face it, it's a guilty pleasure. Uh, new clothes is another one. See, I don't have that problem. I wear them until I wear them out. Me too. <laughs> We're the same. All of us. Jen always often buys new clothes and new shoes. Wears it once and you never see it again. Yeah. Electronics, shoes, uh, delivery. T- see, even with electronics, I, I like to get as much use out of them as I can. We were just talking about this the other day with John. Um, he was looking for a new TV. And I said, I haven't bought a TV since 2006. Right. Oh, really? And it's working. I mean, it's heavy as hell because it's a plasma. You need four people to lift it. Sure. I think that goes along with getting a new house. You get a bigger house, you have to have a bigger television. Because we had to buy a brand new television as well when we moved into our new place. Well, I just had a really big wall. Just a big blank wall with no windows on it. Mm -hmm. And sofa is directly on the other side of the room. So that's where the TV has to go. You got to put a big TV there, right? Yes, for sure. That's how I rationalized it. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. What else? Alcohol, cosmetics and other beauty related items, snacks, vacations or money spent on traveling. Guilty pleasure. Boy, I'll tell you what, if you can afford it. I just uh, what that does for your state of mind. I think is Mm -hmm. so important. And that's I would say that that's our 
overall family guilty pleasure because we like to do experiences very similar to like how you and your girlfriend Kristen and her family are. We like to put our money on experiences. Right. And every now and then we'll even splurge like what is it an extra hundred or two hundred dollars per person to get the ocean view yep. or to get the view that you want to wake up to every day. It's all about atmosphere and we're yeah. noticing too like when they've done research and studies on uh, with each new generation, mm-hmm. they're finding that they're less obsessed with material possessions, less obsessed with objects or things, and more into experiences. And the younger they poll, the more they're into experiences over things. Yeah, even, you know, on a local level as well, like, you know, going to the Kings Island and going to Newport on the Levee and the aquarium and places like that. Yeah, you don't have to go to Europe to right. get away. You don't even have to go to the beach. I mean, you could just drive downtown and have a great experience with your family at Finley Market or Washington mm-hmm. Park. Always good to go local. Yeah. Uh, also your passions, including whatever your hobby is. So, you know, those are our guilty pleasures. I would say, you know, for me, probably my guilty pleasure. See, I justify things because the TV I was just talking about, <laughs> I, I justify it. Well, well, sure. I justified it with a house purchase, yeah. you know, and the, t- the old TV's not going to, that's not going to work. And in you this have room. to eat. So of course you got to go out to eat. Right. <laughs> uh, that's why uh, DoorDash is a frequent visitor at my doorstep. I know. Last night we went out to eat. We went to go see Dear Evan Hansen at the Aronoff Center, which, by the way, it's amazing. Night but out. we also went out. To, we had a date night, and we went to Mita. Mita before. Oh, and fun. We got Is that them, your first time at Mita's? No, I've been there multiple times. Yeah. I think it was maybe Scott's like second time, but he didn't really like. I think we breezed through for a drink, but I we didn't bar, like eat man. there. So that's where we were. We had the, the the meat and the cheese, which is you know. A lot of those are like high calorie, more expensive options, yeah. but it's worth every penny just to eat that yeah. deliciousness. That's a great room. Yeah. And then you get up and go to the bathroom and you, you can see the leg of yeah. the, of the pig <laughs> right. that they're getting your meat from. And you're like, okay. like, you Don't know, bring it out to the table too. If you want them. To. I know. I like that. You can see into the kitchen though. Oh. It's, it's good to see like where your food is coming and from and how so it's being prepared. Clean and like was standing just observing how they were expoing the food and like putting the dishes together and the one girl was like washing dishes and the other guy was like putting oil in a pan and I just loved watching that whole process. I'll tell you what all the restaurants in that building because you got Americana around the corner uh, you got Maplewood Kitchen which is I mean you know you try going there for brunch on a weekend and you'll be waiting in line for a while and then uh, right around the corner from that on like the Walgreens side is a place called Medici's that um, I've ordered like uh if I've got people over, meat and cheese plates. Is that the one that does those pizzas, too? Yeah. I, I've wanted to go in there every time I go by it. Yeah, they're pretty good. I mean, it's the kind of thing you want to eat at the restaurant. It's not something you want to necessarily get delivered. You can. It's just, you know, some foods travel better than others, but it's just a cool place. And then, ah, oh, there's that karaoke bar that's... Uh, oh, Tokyo Kitty. Right. I, I told Scott his boss is from China. I was like, you have to take him here. It is so fun. Yeah, so I mean that little that block that building I forget the name of the building because it's uh, it's, it's like the fifty one fifty or yeah like a number yeah something but yeah, everybody knows the building you're talking about it's across from where Macy's used to be and on the opposite corner of the Netherlands Plaza and it's uh, it's like fifth sixth race and uh, what is that other street uh, Elm Elm yeah it's on Elm right. Uh, 821, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. I'll tell you what, I mean, I, and this is the other thing I come back with, you know, when you talk about getting away, 
and you experience the food scene in other cities, which is nice, you know, just for a change of scenery. But I always come back and I'm like, you know what? They may it may be a bigger city. They may have more options on us, but the quality and just the diversity. Oh yeah, Cincinnati. that we have here. I'll tell you what. I think this is one of the best food scenes in the country, Cincinnati. Eight twenty two, Jeff and Jen. Five one three seven four nine twenty three twenty. What is the most money you have spent on a guilty pleasure? Maybe it was on that big screen TV. Maybe. I think about when I got that used cop car. Mm. <laughs> I was going to say, for me, it's my new car. I, you know, I saved for 10 years for that thing. I don't treat myself very often, so that was my big splurge. I know, that's really Although cool. Although half of it is financed. <laughs> <laughs> it still counts. You're paying for it. Makes you happy, though, right? Very. Yeah. And you drove around that other one a long time, right? Mm-hmm. It was designed in the 90s. <laughs> that says anything. Right. It dates back to when Oprah was giving them away on TV. It, da- it dates back to FM as a upgrade. Right. <laughs> what do you got in there? I got, oh, I got AC and FM. And FM stereo. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is Tammy. Hi. Hey, what's the most you've ever spent on a guilty pleasure? Well, uh, some friends and I went down to Keeneland. I be- yes, Keeneland. And we were staying at uh, Embassy. And across the street was Eddie Merlot's. And we're like, oh, we've never tried. Let's just go have a cocktail. So we sat at the bar. We had a cocktail. Well, then they had some bourbon. (laughs) You know, one, the horse, the little horse on it. Oh, yeah, Blanton's. (laughs) They had Blanton's. So I'm like, I'll try Blanton's. Next thing you know, we're drinking. We're making friends with the bartender. Oh, boy. And we just walked across the street to the hotel. And that was in a very expensive Oh, let's go have a cocktail. Yeah, right. <laughs> How much was the bill? Can I ask? Uh, let's see. I paid for mine and my best friend's because it was her birthday. I want to say it was like 150 to $175. Holy mackerel. For drinks? <laughs> like not even and, a ton of them. Well, well we I had know. a couple cocktails and a couple appetizers, but they gave us one appetizer for free because we didn't want the lobster and the mac and cheese, and it showed up in the in the mac and cheese, the lobster did. Oh, I see. Oh, nice. So they yeah. uh, gave you a little added value to make up for their mistake. Yeah, but we ate it anyway. But it was delicious, and I do like that place. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Cool. I love it. Tammy? Have a great day, guys. You too. That sounds okay, like a bye. guilty pleasure we could take part in as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I, I watched Game of Thrones last night. You did? Congratulations. Did you start at the very beginning? No, started at the beginning of season eight. How did you even know what was going on? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> did you like it? It was fine. Yeah. Maybe it's, it would help if you knew what was going on. Probably, but it wasn't really for me. Kristen was over and... Um, she just she one day she looked at her cable bill and she said this is ridiculous you know I'm I'm just I'm spending all this money and uh, the kids are pretty much moved out of the house you know the last one's about to go off to college here soon mm-hmm. so she uh, got rid of most of her stuff and she just got the basic and and she realized she's like oh crap I don't have HBO anymore. And uh, I made the mistake of saying, oh, I got HBO. <laughs> she was great. So she so said she to me said, last night, she said, over? yeah, she's like, hey, do you think I can like come over if you're napping or, or when you're not home and watch Game of Thrones? I'm like, yeah, that's no problem. Yes, but make sure I'm not home. 
And so we're sitting on the couch last night. There's this lull in the conversation, and I look at her. I'm like, you want to watch Game of Thrones, don't you? She's like, yeah, that'd be great. Because, <laughs> you know, she's seen everything up to season eight, and it's tough, you know, when you're really into something and you don't want to have it spoiled for you by somebody who let something slip. So. Mm-hmm. And we feel like the diehards are watching as it happens, right? Like as it unfolds. And then, so I can't imagine it hasn't been spoiled for her until now. Well, she's been telling everybody around her to shut up about it. And mm-hmm. She's been successful so far. So you know, I can't, oh, hey, I got this, I got this big TV. So we dim the lights, we turn around and we watch that episode too. the third episode, the last episode that came out. The dark episode. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It's not that dark if you watch it in the dark. <laughs> Visually, they're spectacular, but yeah, you do have to watch it like in dim condition. I don't know why, if you're really into that show, I don't understand why you would watch it on, why you would want to watch it on anything other than the biggest TV you got. That might be the only way that you can, though. You like can't you have to watch that on an iPhone, but guys. But you have to, like, if that's the only way that you can stream HBO is on your phone or on your tablet because maybe you don't have a giant TV or maybe you're in a dorm or something like that. You know, that's like kind of the only way some people can watch or an iPad that you got right up to your face. You want to get the full cinematic experience. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, you did you know who? So I don't watch Game of Thrones, but did you see Sansa? She's Sophie Turner. I'm not probably saying that incorrect. Is that right, Sansa? So Sophie Turner plays Sansa on Game of Thrones, and her and Joe Jonas have been engaged for a while, and the two of them tied the knot after the Billboard Music Awards last night. Oh yeah, in Las Vegas, they had a typical Vegas wedding. They went to the Chapel Lamore. Inside of that, they went to the little, it's like inside the little white wedding chapel is the Chapel Lamore, and they were married by an Elvis impersonator. Wow. I know. Doesn't that sound so fun? There were tons of people there from the Billboard Music Awards. Dan and Shay performed Speechless, uh, acoustic style. Sophie wore a low-cut silk top with some matching pants, and the two of them... Like Elvis was like, you know, exchange your vows. So they did. And then they swapped ring pops as their official like wedding ring. Mm. So congratulations to those two. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen morning show podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.